Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hara. I've been in different leadership positions over the last seven years, and the most rewarding thing is when I'm able to help women on their way to a promotion or a better position with another company. I'm here to help so many more women see their potential and implement small changes every day to make a huge impact in their career. I focus on confidence, self-awareness, communication, growth mindset, networking, and more. If you're ready to believe in yourself and take action, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Next Level Leaders. Today's episode is pretty simple and down to the point, but I felt it was necessary to share because of some recent experiences I've had while being a hiring manager and not really getting a lot of follow-up from people who have been interviewing for different positions that I have available, as well as some people who are a little overbearing in their follow-up. So I am excited to share some really simple ways to follow up after an interview or how to follow up after an interview uh, where you can feel confident and not overwhelming to the hiring manager that you're reaching out to. But before that, I wanted to share some client success uh, that I've had recently. Uh, So I've been working with a client who is in a director level role. She recently returned from maternity leave and has been feeling really busy and reactive instead of being able to be more proactive and planning ahead. She isn't sure how to handle her current workload and how to handle being asked to take on a new project from a higher leader, and then also lacking some confidence in the technology that she's working with. So we haven't been working together for very long, but she's already seen so much success in the few weeks that we have been checking in. And it's just really cool to see how there's so many different ways to approach the type of leader that you want to be and how you want to show up at work. And when you are working with me, we're able to really break that down and figure out what exactly is the root cause of things that are holding you back and setting a game plan to help push you forward. So uh, with this client, I have loved working with her because in talking about her lack of confidence, it really came down to a lack of training overall in the company. She also works for a tech startup and has not gotten the adequate training that she needs to really feel confident in the product that she is working with in her director level role. Uh, As far as being reactive and being asked to take on new projects and not sure how to communicate, uh, we talk about ways that she feels comfortable approaching communication with her different leaders. I ask how her bosses react to certain things or how they have previously responded to certain feedback or whatever she has provided for them. And that helps me get a better understanding of how to uh, tailor the approach of how we will move forward in our coaching to really help get her in a great place. And it's nice after our video calls to see the relief and almost like excitement for the next day to really start implementing these things and I wanted to mention her because 
like I said, we have not been working together for very long and she's already made so much, so many improvements. So it's really cool to see. And I want you to know that in our coaching sessions, it's not something that's going to take weeks and weeks and weeks for you to see that progress. You will be able to see and feel that instant progress depending on kind of where you're at in your career. I also had someone reach out via Instagram to help improve her resume. She has a history in banking but wants to transition into another field and she hasn't heard back from any of the roles she's been applying for. So she's been in banking for about 12 years and I had her send her resume over and I said I would look at it, no problem, just to get an idea of what I would be working with. Instantly, I saw so much room for improvement that I knew I would be able to help her and how I work with people with resumes is having a phone call, really understanding what you are looking for, what your history has been. So many people write their resumes and mostly copy the job description into your resume and that's not how I approach resume writing. I definitely want to see what you have specifically done in your role as well as, you know, possibly one or two lines about what the main role is. So we are going to be working together as well just to get her resume really looking great and in a good spot so that she can start hearing back from other companies. So again, I work with all different types of clients who are in the workplace. Uh, I can definitely help with resume, cover letter writing. Uh, That's not something I do as often as I do with like leadership coaching because leadership coaching is definitely what I am more passionate about, but I have no problem having a conversation with you to determine where you're at, what you're looking for. There are so many different things I can help women with in the workplace. It doesn't matter what level you're in. Um, If you're struggling with something, I would definitely love to hear from you to see if I can help. So schedule a free call on my website. It is www.nicoleharrop.com. So uh, schedule a time we can chat and see what you're going through and see if we would be a good fit. I have no problem letting you know if what you are going through is something that I am not comfortable and confident in helping you tackle and uh, really work through. So with that, let's jump into today's episode. Okay, so let's talk next steps after an interview. Now, if you've made it this far in the process to get an interview, I really hope that you will be following this advice because I am surprised at how many candidates happen to fall off the face of the earth after an interview. And I don't know if they are nervous about following up or feel like they can't reach out and follow up, but I am here to tell you that communication is so important. And it's definitely helpful to reach out and at least get clarity or confirmation if you are going to make it further in the process or if they've decided to turn you down. So today we will talk about internal versus external and how to approach each of those options. If the job posting and interview is internal, the process is likely a little bit more clear as far as having a date where the job posting is released, when they're closing the job posting, and when they plan to announce who they are going to be hiring. 
so in this case, you can definitely still follow uh, this a similar process where you're going to want to send a thank you email. That can happen likely anytime after your interview. However, if the job posting it has been closed and they're planning on announcing the hire within, let's say, the next day or two, I would send it a little bit sooner. So at the end of the day that you actually interviewed or the next morning. So that is the best time to send a thank you email. It can be really simple where you're saying, hi, hiring manager, obviously, you know, who you had the interview with and you're saying, thank you so much for the opportunity to interview for this position. And then you can also include anything you may have forgotten to include in your actual interview. You can elaborate on a point that you feel was maybe not as clear as you would have liked it to be or anything else that you feel didn't get covered in your interview that you want to highlight. Again, you'll still want to make it very brief and short and simple to the point, but if you feel like you needed to add something in there that will help you or something that's bothering you from your interview, this is the best place to follow up and have some additional peace of mind by providing additional information to help them make a decision. I usually sign off saying, I wish you the best of luck in your decision, and then thank you so much, Nicole. So again, very simple, but it's it's a nice email to send, and I think it can definitely go a long way. So if you feel comfortable, it's nice. It's a nice way to close the loop, so to say. A thank you email certainly can't hurt, so I always suggest sending a thank you email. Now let's say you don't get the promotion, then what? Uh, I'll probably do a whole separate episode on feedback and how to approach that, but you definitely want to get some feedback, not during your actual turn down if the turn down is in person. Uh, you don't want to ask for immediate feedback right then because you're likely going to be a little bit emotional and not able to fully take in all of that feedback that they would have given you. So you want to make sure you allow some time before you schedule some additional follow-up. So definitely important to ask for feedback and actually schedule a follow-up feedback session, but I do not recommend doing that when you actually are getting turned down. All right, so let's talk external. So this process is slightly different because you're not going to be as in the know with the hiring process and what that all looks like. So what you're going to do is you're going to send a thank you email after your interview as well. This can be in the similar format as I had mentioned just previously if it was an internal position. You want to thank them for their time, add any additional information you feel is important or relevant, and then signing it off again. Thank you so much and I wish you the best of luck in hiring the best fit for this position. In your interview, you likely discussed when you would hear about next steps. So if you haven't, of course, you can ask for that in the thank you email. Uh, but you likely were told when you would hear about next steps. And if you're provided a date, please wait until that time before you reach out. I personally have had multiple candidates 
follow-up beforehand. It stresses me out a little bit as the hiring manager to feel like I need to get back in touch with these people when I gave them specific dates as to when I would have information as to what the next step would be. So sometimes there's definitely going to be a little bit of delays. Uh, Right now I work at a startup company where, you know, if I have the chance to talk to the founder or his partner, you know, sometimes I have that immediately and sometimes I have to schedule it for a couple of days out. So it's not always going to be on the perfect timeline. Being understanding is certainly helpful in that regard, but if it's been a few days and they told you it would be a few days, uh, reaching out and following up is super important. I don't want you to feel like you can't reach out because I feel like this is where so many candidates really lose out on opportunities. Some companies might wait for the candidate to reach out to really know that they're actually interested in the position as well. So following up is super important. An example email for that is saying, hi, hiring manager, of course, inserting their name. Uh, I am really excited about the position or I'm still excited about this position. I wanted to check in to see where you're at in the process And if there's anything else you need from me prior to deciding or determining if I might be eligible to move on to the next steps. So mainly what you're trying to do is express excitement for the position. You are still very much interested and you want to see if there's anything else that they have concerns or questions on before they move you on to the next steps. You checking in helps them to know that you do care And hiring can get so crazy sometimes that, you know, some people do fall through the cracks or something may get missed. So if that's the case and that kept you from getting hired at a really great place, that would be such a bummer. So definitely make sure that you are following up because especially like where I work at at a startup, we are changing things so frequently that... Hiring can get put on the back burner or get put as a lower priority in some regard or a hiring for a different position can get prioritized. So it's definitely possible that you may not get that follow up as soon as you want, but proactively reaching out helps keep helps hold them accountable as well. And in this situation for an external job interview, If you don't get the job and you get a personalized follow-up or even if it is seeming like it's an automated follow-up, you can still reply to that or reach out to the hiring manager and thank them again for the opportunity to have interviewed with the company, wish them the best of luck and success. I think for, you know, karma reasons, it's always good to end things on good terms and not get frustrated. There are a million things that go into the hiring process where you can't hold it against yourself as far as the only reason of not getting a job. Either the role could have been put on hold, the company could have reevaluated the position and decided that they weren't going to hire for that this quarter, or 
a million different things. They could have hired someone that they know. They could have hired a different type of company to handle this for them. So you're just never going to know. And the only thing you can do is show up the best you can in your actual interview. The best way to show up after that is having confidence in yourself, knowing what you're worth and being able to end things again on good terms. So I always will follow up if I don't hear back or I have gotten a turn down. I always like to follow up sending the best of luck or wishing them the best of success when I hear that I didn't get a position that I applied for. That helps end things on a positive note. And to be honest, if you were to connect with them on LinkedIn or something like that, you can always have an ongoing relationship, especially if it's in a startup company. It can be so important to leave on a good note or leave a good impression. Little things like the following up and wishing them the best of luck. Hiring managers remember that because they aren't getting those types of emails very often. So if you're reaching out and sending those and then following up and adding them on LinkedIn and commenting or liking their posts or even just a little check-in here or there um, if you have their email or if you're connected on LinkedIn to reach out and say, hey, how are things going? It's been a few months or however long it's been since you interviewed last. Um, Do you see any additional positions becoming available? Is there anything else I could be doing to prepare myself for an additional type of role that might be coming available. You'd be surprised at what people are willing to share with you if you can come from that place, again, being authentic and showing that you are really excited about working for that company. Again, there are boundaries and lines that you don't want to cross. So coming from that place of self-awareness is super important I have had candidates who have reached out multiple times via email, found me on social media and were asking me questions on social media and it was really overwhelming and almost to a point of harassment. So definitely be careful on how you are following up and what you're reaching out about. But if you are, again, coming from a place where you are authentic and you're excited about growth and opportunities, Um, I don't think that you'll go wrong in that regard. Okay, friends, I hope you are more comfortable with reaching out and following up, whether it's an internal or an external interview. Again, I'm giving you permission to reach out and follow up as needed because it's something that I definitely respect and love to hear back from candidates to show me that they are really interested And honestly, we've had a candidate who made it all the way to the end, interviewed with everyone who she would be reporting to, and I was so shocked when there was some delays in the process of hiring her, and she did not reach out one time to follow up and ask if there was anything else that we needed or if there was a decision made, and we ended up not hiring her. So, It can definitely be to your own detriment if you don't reach out. I hope with the tips that you've received in this episode that you'll feel confident in reaching out and following up. I didn't think that it was going to be 
necessary to talk about such a simple thing, but because I've seen people not follow up at all or follow up and be a little overbearing, these tips are super simple to implement and you can easily do so on your next interview. So if you are in the interviewing process, I wish you the best of luck in finding the best fit for you. And if you have any questions or want to hear about any specific topics in regards to interviewing or anything else um, about the whole process, definitely reach out. My email is info at nicoleharrop.com or you can always find me on Instagram at nicole.harrop. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Next Level Leaders. If today's episode resonated with you, please take a quick screenshot, share it to your Instagram, and tag me at Nicole.Harrop. I love to see it, and it means the world to me. I appreciate you helping to spread the word so I can help more women. See you on next week's episode.